You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. France had some good chances in that first half. It is scoreless. By the way, am I just the ugly American? Can I make a statement here? If I, I, I watched it and I was excited by it and I wanted to like just go crazy about it. I want to be careful because I know people are going to get upset. I mean, I sit there and I invest two plus hours of my life and I get not a goal between England and the U.S. I can't I can't get a goal. Does that make me like a does that mean I don't like soccer? Is that what it means? Like I enjoy the World Cup. I feel like there's been so many scoreless ties. I need a goal. Just what do you what do you you're all you're all hot and bothered now? Harvey? No, 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 no. I was just going to say there's been more scoreless ties in this edition of the World Cup than it was in the last one. It, just, and, it um, feels like every other game, it's, it's you, you, you watch two hours of it, and at the end of it, it's like, all right, nobody scored a goal. And I'm not saying it's guys aren't trying it. And then I know that the soccer fans are going to go, well, how about the, the scoreless hockey games? Firstly, how many scoreless hockey games really do you have? Not a lot, right? W- very infrequently. Secondly, uh, you'll get, well, how about, how about the scoreless baseball game? And that's fair, but I, just, I feel like, and, and maybe this is just the, the soccer, soccer ignoramus of me, like, when I watch a scoreless baseball game through eight innings, I've usually seen great pitching. I feel like with the soccer, it's just like, I don't know, man. I just I, I would like goals. And I, I don't need Spain seven goals. But to sit there and invest two hours and more often, not even more often than not, but but often to not see a goal, I think it sucks. Is that is that an unfair assessment of that game yesterday? No, you just wish that both teams would push harder for a goal. My only beef is that the game was there for both teams, and I guess they just didn't push on. Now, they Pulisic hit the crossbar, right? Like, he was right there for a goal. England had a couple of chances. I just, like, like the, the first game when they scored, I find that to be, I, I find a goal in soccer to be, it's very exciting. But to watch two hours of the game and not one goal, and, and another thing, and, and, I, and I get it, and I know that the soccer fan is probably hearing this and driving off the road. I, I, the game is intense, and it's physical, and the, they're, tremendous athletes when you when you go down and you're hurt I think there's a sympathy there for the for the player when you go down continuously and you're barely touched I think it's a black eye on the sport I just I I have a real problem with that and it happens all the time guy goes down it looks like he's shot he can't get up he can't move they bring out a stretcher they carry him off the field and then like 45 seconds later he's up he's fine he's fine it's 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 really it's it's I don't like it. It's a real problem. Uh, Big Blue Report brought to you by Two by London, the engagement shop at London Jewelers. So it's really all on the table, right? I mean, you got we got soccer, and who would have thought that? You got the Giants, and I know a lot of people want me to come on today, and just be despondent. How could you lose that game? I, I almost say the opposite thing. How could how could you win that game? How, how, how could you possibly expect the Giants to win that game? Dallas is more talented to begin with. Now I don't have my number one corner, my number one safety. I don't have three-fifths of my offensive line. I don't have any receiver. And I, I thought for the most part until we got into the fourth quarter, the Giants competed in that game. I think Dable's a good coach. I, I'm really – and I, I still think they have a very good chance to get in. A very good chance to get in. Can you split against Washington? I think so. Can you win at home against Indianapolis? I think so. So I think that you're going to see them compete. And I think you're going to see them get in. And for this team to potentially get in would just be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because they have no right to get in. If they go 9-8, and eight, 
this regime has done a sensational job with the lack of talent that they have on this club. Anthony in the mail truck. Anthony, good morning. You're on 98.7. Dave, I know it's not your fault. Wednesday morning, woke up uh, on my day of work. Called. I tried to call at 6, 6 o'clock, 6.15. Line was busy. Right. I tried to get on for stump. And uh, I'm just, I was just upset by it, but I, I just wanted to. I'm sorry, you Anthony. A little bit. That was you all. know how That's I feel okay. about you. I'm sorry that happened, but you know what? It's a popular show, and sometimes yeah, it's a you got a popular show. Sometimes you got to get rolling a little bit earlier. Yes. No, I, I agree. I agree, and and I think next week I will, and I, and I'll make it a point. Um, now to my Giants point, um, and uh, like like Raymond Santiago, I'm a nice guy because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash you on the Cowboys beating the Giants because we were supposed to win. And after well, that's the thing that I don't understand. Like, like, and I think you're a decent Cowboys fan too. I don't understand how, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're peacocking over beating the Giants, who are nowhere near the talent level that you are with Dallas right now. I'm, I'm not. No, no, I'm not saying you are, but there's you're, oh, you're, oh, oh. you're in the minority. There's a lot of Cowboys fans that are very excited about okay. that victory. Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, after the first half. Yeah, I was sweating a little bit. I was at my girlfriend's house, and, and I was watching the game on the couch, you know, playing, play, quote-unquote, playing with the kids, watching the game. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I was nervous. And you know what makes me even more nervous, Dave? That is, for the next couple of years, for the next foreseeable future, you guys have a perennial head coach in the National Football League, and that scares the ever-living crap out of me. And it because should. Because I thought before this – before the season started, I, I remember I remember telling you, um, you know, I just want Daniel Jones to go, you know, seven and ten, and and you guys, you know, think that he's the answer, and then sign him for a couple of years. You know what I mean? But with, with this with this head coach, I don't think that he's going to even want that to happen because, you know, he he sees that, you know, you guys overperformed this year, rightfully so, and, you know, he's gonna. I I feel like you guys are going to go for it the next couple of years. Thanks for taking the call, David. You have a great day. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, I think you should be. Again, the Giants, talent-wise, they can't match up. But if you look at the draft and you look at what they're starting to do, they're starting to put, like, the offensive line looks like it's clearly heading in the right direction. They'll fix that up more. Again, they have a lot of money this offseason. They have pretty good draft equity. This is a this is a team that talent-wise is not there yet. And I think we all agreed with that and understood that the entire way. But the culture has changed and the feeling about them has changed. You know, and I'm always honest when I discuss the Giants, and I have destroyed them for years because the way they've handled themselves has been laughable. Holding on to Eli for too long, taking Saquon Barkley with the second pick, drafting Daniel Jones with six, having Ben McAdoo, moving on from him, moving to the next guy. You know, I mean, just it, it's been Joe Judge. I mean, some of the stuff they did and, and decisions they made with him, the whole thing embarrassing it really it was embarrassing it's not embarrassing anymore i don't know what this will translate to this year but it's not embarrassing anymore and that's your big blue report brought to you by two by london the engagement shop by london jewelers picker designed the perfect engagement ring to fit every budget at any of their six area locations 1-800-919-3776 mitch in east windsor good morning mitch you're on 98.7 happy holidays dave same to you, Mitch. How are you, buddy? Oh, pretty good. Um, China's got to be careful. They might finish behind Washington. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, satis- 
I'm sorry? It's possible. Well, yeah. It's, a t- it's one of being the best division, where at the beginning, yeah, I thought it was the worst division in the conference. Well, near, near, nearly the worst. Um, would you say, uh, you know, they have the draft try, if they make, even they make the playoffs, would they take a fly on a quarterback in the mid-rounds? I'm thinking DTR. And would you oh, the say kid out, The kid out of UCLA? Yeah, he's tough. He's shown he's he's – He's a he should be drafted by somebody, given a chance. Oh, I, I, I there's, there's no way the Giants are just going to roll out Daniel Jones and and Tyrod Taylor next year. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I, I think they'll either take a flyer, or I think they'll bring in real, real competition, or I think they'll be done with Daniel Jones. See, to me, Mitch, and thanks to Nicole, that's what's kind of so exciting about the Giants now is what are they and the Jets too? What are they going to do at quarterback? Are, are they going to punt on Zach Wilson? Are they going to bring him back? Are they going to bring in, I mean, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo? What are the Giants going to do? Do the Giants bring in a quarterback they like better who's a veteran because they, they feel like maybe they can start to win? Are they going to move up and draft the quarterback? Are they going to bring back Daniel Jones? Like, I think both off seasons for these locals is is really, really exciting. Saul, Long Island. Good morning, Saul. Yes. Yes. What an honor to speak to the Prince of Old Radio. On a Saturday afternoon. Oh, and this is a rarity. R- very rarely, if ever, am I on at 12.15. Here's another thing. Do you recall the last time we spoke? Uh, give me more. Uh, do you remember somebody coming to you and talk to you at Baseball Heaven probably like yeah. two months ago? Oh, I sure do. That's me. Yeah, That's no, me. I know who it is. Oh, okay. So, Dave, here's the thing. The other day you said uh, a guy at CVS came up to you and you were freaked out that he talked to you. I went to see you. Were you freaked out by that? No, I wasn't. I wasn't freaked out by the guy at CVS. It's just, it's weird when you get, I mean, because I'm on radio and I'm on TV a little bit, but it's weird when you get recognized when you're out in public and you're just trying to like live your life. It's a little weird. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, when I, when I, when I, I eventually located you and I was like, okay, but I saw you sit, were you with your mom that day? It looked yes. like you were with family and friends. You're not going to murder my mother, are you, Saul? No, please no, don't. no, God, no, okay. no, the total opposite. So I saw that. I'm like, he's with his mom watching his son. Step back. I walked around, watched kids play, and then finally got up. And then I approached you when you were by yourself. And we had just anybody. We had a moment. The company, we, had, we had a moment. Would you not say that I was incredibly nice during that meeting? That's, I was going to say incredibly nice like i was at the point where i was like okay i'm good and you're like no no what do you like about the show like you were so engaging yeah so so nice and so acceptable and i think i made the right call and i we talked giants we talked you wanted to know what we love about the show the company everything you do very engaging somebody thinks and you don't like dave he's the prince of all radio and he's the prince in person oh thank you you have anything on the giants Saul? you want to add here on the Giants, Dave, I think to follow up on the last call, we have a solid co- solid is a, a weak word on the coach. We got a GM, and uh, for all you non-Giant fans out there, you should be very afraid. Yeah, I don't disagree. We're coming, I... and we're coming hard. Dave, have a great weekend. Thank you for taking the call, and another shout out to the company. Thank you, Saul. What a gentleman. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to your calls, and we'll hand it over to Dan Grossa, who is standing by from the world's most famous arena. Rothenberg with you, Saturday afternoon, 98.7 ESPN. 
You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. By, by the way, can can you stop? I'm not sitting here telling you that Daniel Jones is great by any stretch. But if I get one more tweet telling me that Daniel Jones is not better than uh, than Zach Wilson, I'm going to throw up on myself. Dan, Daniel Jones is, is a competent NFL starting quarterback. Zach Wilson looks like he shouldn't be in the NFL right now. Daniel Jones is, is competing respectably with guys that probably shouldn't be playing for him. Zach Wilson has weapons. It's it, it, Stop it. Oh, did somebody score? We've got a goal, Dave. Did France score? That's right. Oh, the French. It's oh, the, the French. It's the golden boy, Kylian Mbappe. Mbappe. I've heard of him. M-B-A-P-P-E. Is that accurate? <laughs> yes, that's correct. See what I can do? I've heard of him, and I can spell. All right, but Ohio State Michigan's on, so I don't think anybody really cares about it. French game. Now let's move along. Let's go to Louie, Long Island. Louie, good morning. Good afternoon. You're on 9870 ESPN. How you doing, Dave? First of all, happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Hope, hope it went well for you and the family. Thanks. Same to you, Louie. Where, where are you calling from on Long Island? I'm from Long Island. Uh, well, I'm actually from New Hyde Park, but right now I'm in Babylon. Okay. I'm, I'm from Roslyn. Yep. So, yeah, New Hyde Park, oh, not too far. Very nice. Yeah, not too far at all. But um, I just want to jump in, jump into it real quick. Yeah, um, I think the brightest spot about uh, Thursday for the Giants was easily Kayvon Thibodeau. I thought he had his best uh, game of his career so far. Um, five quarterback hits on Dak. Somehow still can't draw a holding penalty to save his life. But I think I think we will get there soon enough one day. Um, and I just wanted to touch on what you were saying about Daniel Jones. Do this to every offense in the league. Take away their top three receivers, their tight end, their right tackle, their center, their left guard, and their backup left guard. Make it a short week and go on the road to a division rival on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and lead and lead at halftime. And lead at halftime. And look, I like I'm the same way with Daniel Jones. I don't believe he's great, but he's a competent NFL quarterback, which is what you just said. And I thought, you know, eventually, like, if, if there's a game that he could put the team on his back, throw for 300 yards and, and win a game like that, um, that's when you have, like, start having serious conversations about him with the future. But I don't, think, I don't think you can put that game on Daniel Jones. Do that to every other team in the league. And I don't well, think the only thing I'll say, Louie, I, I think it's a fair yeah. point. I think it's a fair point. But the only thing I'll say is there were a couple of throws, like that one play to Richie James, where he threw it nowhere near him, and he right. had a ton of room ahead of him. The fourth down play right. to Saquon was not a good. It was not a good throw. No. So, no. and I think, go ahead. You know, I I, I get what you're saying. I, I think that he has right. done pretty well for the most part this season. But again, when I when I watch him and I think about Daniel Jones, I just I think there's I think there's something missing, and I don't know if that can be remedied with a good off season of adding weapons and fixing up the offensive line uh, around him. I don't know. I, but you know what I do feel good about, thanks for the call, Louie, is that I implicitly, implicitly trust Joe Shane and Brian Dable. So if they look at this thing and determine, you know what, he is going to be able to be that guy, then I will back off and, and then, then I believe he can be the guy. 
Ricky and Hawthorne. Ricky's going to yell at me. Hi, Ricky. I'm sorry. You're on 98.7. I am going to yell at you. How you doing? Good. I'm doing but, great. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Same to happy you. And same to your, fa- your entire family. I wish them a happy Thanksgiving as well. So let me get this straight. So watching two hours of the USA go 0-0 with England is a complete waste of your time rooting for I your country. I didn't, I didn't say I didn't say that. I just Who's felt like I just felt like I, I I wanted more, Ricky. I wanted I want. Is it too much to ask for a goal? It is too much because most experts had England winning two or three by two or three goals against the USA. And these young kids went out there. Yes, it's a draw. I know in this country we're used to we're used to a ball being thrown and points being scored and blah blah blah. But you can't look at the beautiful game that way. So the, uh, here's the, the thing, Ricky. I, I'm admitting I am not a soccer aficionado. I don't I don't know the game like you. I have friends that are, are like fanatics about it. All I'm saying is for me for the, the, the novice American to watch that game, I watched it. I understood they played well. I thought that there were parts that were entertaining. I, I'd like to have a couple goals that are really kind of move the needle for me. Okay, well, we got to root for them hard the next game. Well, they, now, Iran. Ricky, if they, if they tie Iran, they don't get in. They have to beat Iran. They have to beat Iran, and that's why we need all the support we can. So I need you watching, buddy. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna root for them, but but I'm no no more Good. tie, Ricky. I need a win, baby. <laughs> I, thanks, I thanks. need a win. Thanks for taking my call, Dave. Thank you for making. I think I want him over there. Maybe, possibly. Let's go to Dan in Saratoga. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good whatever, Dan. How are you, Dave? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I have a question regarding the Zach Wilson situation. Um, let's assume that he's done that the Jets trade him, what have you. And um, on that assumption, is it hyperbolic of me to say that this could be the biggest bust in New York sports history in the four major sports, let alone maybe, I know not football, but it's got to be up there in football too. It's where bad. Would you, where would you it's rank bad. it? Uh, I, I would rank it right up there. I can think of really nothing worse, to be honest with you. It's bad. He, he looks lost. It, the game is too fast for him. Uh, to make comments like that after the game, like it's not even like he's yeah. playing well, and then he's he's acting like Brett Farvian off the field. It's not like he's playing <laughs> awful, but at least he handles himself like a, like a professional. It's not working in any capacity right now, Dan. In any. So is it fair? Could you like years down the road, he could be like in a Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell conversation? Is that that bad? Yeah, absolutely. He was the second pick in the draft. Wow. Thanks for the call. Absolutely. Wow. And this portion of the show is brought to you by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It's a whole new game. I, I hope, I hope it doesn't come to that. I would be surprised if Zach Wilson was the Jets' starting quarterback in two years. From Mart right now. Have a great day. Rangers, Oilers, now. 98.7 ESPN.